Look at this. So we talked. We talked about it, and we won't forget the intro this time. Not this, this time. Is, this, is the, this is the beginning. We're not going to go straight into anything. Straight into it this time. But welcome. So, to the yeah. Two Dudes podcast, where two dudes talk about just about anything. I'm one of your hosts, Max. Uh, I'm the other better half, uh, Adam. My beautiful better half. And uh, yeah, hopefully this is something you all enjoy and something that we can look back and be proud of where our humble beginnings started. But uh, dude, one of the things, this is going to sound weird, but one of the things that I was thinking about this whole week, and I know it sounds strange to think about this for an entire week, but it was pickles. Like the food pickles or like Rugrats pickles? That's a good point. Good point. Uh, The food pickles. And here's, I don't know why, but every time I think of a pickle, I always just assume the cucumber pickle. Like there's a whole world of there of, of like possibilities when it comes to pickles. Yeah. You know? And then it got me thinking, it just led on this train of like foods. You ever seen a food that's like, how the hell, who thought of this? You ever think that? Lots of times. Yeah. Lots of times. You know what? Like I follow a bunch of like Instagram people, like chefs and Mm -hmm. and whatnot. One of them is this guy from Turkey, like CVN Brock, Brack or something. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Dude. Dude does crazy stuff. He's so cool. But like half the time, the food he's making is like, I have no idea what this is. He'll like flip this giant <laughs> pot and it's all these like little yeah. tiny green circles that he's all like intricately put in this pot. And it's like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. But to me, it looks good. I'll eat it. Looks delicious. I, mean, I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. And then there are things that he does that are like supposed to be like desserts right but they're like cheeses yeah or they're like melty and i know it's like you have cheesecake and other things but there are some things i have no idea what he's doing he'll pour on like molten honey onto something and it just sizzles it yeah you know but like i was thinking about pickles and all the all these other different foods and i was like somebody must have left a pickle in some water like 5,000 years ago, and it was like, damn, my cucumber. Fuck it. I'm eating it. And then realized it actually tasted good. Well, you don't make pickles by putting it in water. You realize that, right? It's brine. You know, it's like salt water. Isn't it like vinegar? Vinegar? I thought it was. Oh, it is vinegar. It's like vinegar and salt, though. So it's not a brine. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But. It must have come from like, I, cause you know, I just want to know how it started. It probably just started with like preserving foods, you know, you know, like, uh, back then people would just throw salt in everything, salt on meats, it. you know, they would just put it in their like little wooden chest with mm-hmm. a bunch of salt on top. And like, you know, we'll save this for, uh, for six months from now when it's winter and we have no food whatsoever. Um, you know, that's probably how it started. They're like, you know, we want to enjoy these sweet ass cucumbers, but we don't want to enjoy them now. We want to enjoy them. We'll enjoy them later. Snow. Yeah. Later. 
let's uh let's try that meat salt thing that we do and try it on some veggies yeah and that makes sense to me but the thing that i think about is like the very first moment that happened you know like it must have been an accident that they found out that salt does that you know maybe they had salt or they found something you know that was in because salt is like somewhat is like naturally occurring like I know the salt that we eat is like refined. It's like filtered or whatever. It's like they're salt farms or I don't know how it's done. I don't know. But there must have been like something that got left somewhere and they're like, uh, I'm so hungry. I'm going to die if I don't eat right now. I'm going to eat this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the very yeah, first I think moment. That's, like, that's a few things, man. I, I think about that with, uh, you know, I guess like sometimes like beer. I know that yeah. I started a long time ago. It's like, how, how did they, or wine? I think wine is even older than beer. It's like, how did yeah. they think about fermenting grapes? Like, how did that even come into, um, like, existence, you know? Yeah. I just think there are probably people like me that let, like, just leave food in their fridge for, like, months on end. And it's, like, nine months past the expiration date. But I'm like, I spent $9 on this. And I'm not going to let my $9 to go to waste. And I'm going to eat it yeah. anyways. You know, it's probably people like that where they had grapes from their vineyard and they left them in a barrel somewhere to store for their whatever to eat for later. And then they found this liquid in there and they're like, well, I can't waste it. And they drink it and they're like, oh, damn, this is actually pretty good. Ooh. Ooh, this, is, this is nice. Pretty tasty. <laughs> you know? <sighs> Yeah, but there's so many foods like that. Yeah, I was trying to think of like other ones. I've I've thought about a couple of them. It's like how how did people even like how, what come who? up with that? Moldy cheeses. The cheeses is the one I was thinking. Like goat cheese, you know, mm-hmm. back in like the Middle East, and they got lots of goats over there. How did they think about making that? Or like even don't they? I think like in the Middle East they do like a camel milk like alcoholic yeah. drink they like ferment the camel milk or what? something I, I think that's a thing i could be a total idiot but it's like some well, sort of like true. milk alcohol but... or something like that <clears throat> a milk alcohol milk alcohol i'm looking but that up do it find it we need we need the answers but i think you know that's another good point too cheeses milk like Can you imagine being not the first person to milk a cow or drink milk from a cow, but being the first person to see the first person to do that? Yeah, they're like, yeah. dude, this dude's crazy. What this is he doing? Sucking on a cow titty. What the hell's dude, going this dude's on? gonna die. That thing's been in the ground for months. Oh right, yeah, here we go. Chaw. It's called chaw. It's a Turkish uh, beverage of fermented camel milk, sparkling white with the sour flavor. Interesting. I'd try it. I love milk, too. dude. I love milk. I have a glass at least a couple times a day for sure. Yeah. You know, we don't see it over here because apparently it's like super perishable, obviously. Yeah. Hmm. But interesting. You'd think that since it's fermented. I don't know. Interesting, yeah. though. Um, but yeah, dude, that's got to be weird. Like, 
Like, let me, like, again, just the first dude to see somebody drink cow's milk or sheep's milk. Like, this guy's, like, there's something wrong with Frank. Like, what's he doing? But he's just sucking on the cow titty again, man. Like, we don't really bother him. We don't really pay attention to him. He just, you know. Yeah, it's and probably something on. like, you know, like, uh, they they see that a, a baby is breastfeeding. Like, hmm. Hmm. Cows? Huh? Cows? Hmm. Maybe. We're like, man, that cow was once really small, and now it's huge. <laughs> it's got to be the milk. You know? Got to be the milk. Got to be the milk. <laughs> and we're the only... Dude, we are the only animal on Earth that continues to drink milk after like our growth stage. Yeah, you know. Well, yeah, because like I was reading, and it's not from our own milk; it's other things. No, it's other other people's milk, like other animals' milk. Yeah, Uh, like the human breast milk when babies are growing up. It's like specifically formulated like the mom's yeah. breast milk is specifically formulated with like a like the right fats and like minerals and that's why they have to take a lot of those prenatal, prenatal. vitamins and whatnot <clears throat> but it's like specifically formulated for that baby you know yeah so it's like isn't wouldn't the cows be like that too mm. like <laughs> i know and then yeah. <laughs> like why oh <laughs> you know like we're just continuing to, and then do you got to think, think in terms of the cow too. You're just standing there making milk for your little baby cow. And then all of a sudden some like, like hairless bastard comes creeping up beneath you and starts squeezing your nipples. And you're like, uh, whoa, what the fuck are you doing, man? <laughs> like, am I being taken advantage of here? What's happening? These are the things that I think of far too often, far too often. Dude, okay, not changing, but you're talking about salt, and I'd like you brought up this memory. I just yeah. watched this like video just recently, like a couple weeks ago, of like one of the last salt makers. Like, obviously, there's like Morton salt and whatnot, but yeah, this yeah, is yeah. like the last salt maker in like Mexico where they like harvest the salt. Mm-hmm. They throw it in these like pools and then they water it and then they just let it sit for like forever, a long time. And then it's like the single guy that goes and he like chips away. It, it's like it's like coarse salt, you know, because Morton's is like that really fine salt. Yeah. This is like that gourmet, like Second very chunky shit. salt that you put on. And it's like grueling work. And it's like, yeah sheesh man well there's a uh a guy in oregon that does that that makes what's it like ben something salt right like ben's uh let's see ben uh is portland salt ben's jake jacobson that's what it was jacobson jacobson salt company and he makes salt up in um i think he's in is it portland oregon i know it's definitely oregon though um but i saw him on uh an episode of it's alive i think with brad leone one of those cooking shows from bon appetit mm-hmm. 
and he uses like their salt almost like religiously. And uh, this was something I would see. Did you ever go to the Portland night market? No, no. Uh, they used to have a stand there. Um, they might still do it when it's going on. I don't know if it's still going on during this time, but it's just like make salt like what like like that dude in mexico you know just chips away at rocks and then lets it sit there and then it evaporates dude i'm watching this video right now um and he just goes it's he's this barefoot dude who has a stick with two buckets he goes over to these like it's a concentrated salt pond that's like a little bit of ways yeah carries these to this like little hill and he has these like giant, like concrete, probably like one foot deep pools that he yeah. just dumps his water in, and he just lets it evaporate. And it's all he's doing. I don't know. He's why he's barefoot, but he's always barefoot doing this stuff. You got to be barefoot when you're doing that. That's some artisan type shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to be barefoot. Literally salt then, of the earth. And then he just like has this weird shovel. He shovels it, and then he stomps his his feet on it probably getting some some juices on it and oh yeah making it taste better Can you imagine how dry his feet are well jesus the driest probably tastes like he's, jerky he's also doing it doing it in like the desert obviously yeah because it has to dry out so it's like he's even drier how much money is this guy making uh, i don't think a whole lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was looking it up on youtube it's a uh the last Salt King of Mexico. Yeah. There's another one from Business Insider. Yeah, it's the Insider video. Man, that's wild. Dude, yeah. That's like a whole... Man, what a, that's got to be one of those like grueling jobs, you know? Like you never think of salt as being something that's like... Like it, it's appreciated, right? In food... Because it's mm-hmm. used in literally everything. Baking sweets, you use it. Baking savory foods, obviously. Or cooking savory foods, you obviously use it. You know? Like, literally, use I use it sometimes for uh, for cleaning my cast iron. Because it's abrasive yeah. and you don't want to use soap on a cast iron. Right? Well, that's a good idea. Yeah. So, I just take a rag and I, get some, I have some uh, coarse sea salt. Mm-hmm. And then I use that. And, uh just grind that down and then I put it on the pan for a while until it's smoking and then I oil it up and then you're done. But uh, it's one of those things that you like take for granted, you know? Yeah. I think it's like super underappreciated and like how salt is made, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, But it's like, imagine how bland that life would be without salt. That would suck. Literally the best. I know. I had a friend in high school. I mean, she's still my friend, but she would literally just take like little pinches of salt and eat that. She would just eat pinches of salt? Just yeah, regular? she'd take a little bit of salt or she'd sprinkle salt when we we're at the restaurant. She would sprinkle the salt in her hand and then eat that. I'm like, do you have like, like a deficiency? Like before eating like a bite or just like as like a pre as a pre we're sitting there waiting for appetizers or waiting for the meals. She would literally just take salt and then eat it. 
Maybe she's just like storing it in her cheek for when she takes bites, and then she just slowly releases the salt. Slowly out. lets it, yeah. It's like, it's like a, it's like a hamster water thing, you know. I should just she give her that, like a salt rock. I know. I should just get her a stone, so that way she could just pack her lip and keep it in there, <laughs> you know, and just have little of salt ready to go. That way, she when yeah. she takes a bite, she just right onto the little bite right there, and then she eats that. Never need a salt shaker. Yeah, beautiful. Well, that's weird. Do you have any other? Do you do any weird like food things, like weird food combinations or anything like that? Um, I'm sure I do, but they're probably so normal to me that I don't even think they're weird. Um, I have one that what is it? people always recognize it and it's like it's not <clears throat> if it's like so if it's a sweet beverage like a soda or yeah. a, like a juice or something I like take a sip and then I swish it around in my mouth. Oh like I don't yeah. like I don't I don't drink it and gulp it like I'm drinking water. I mm-hmm. like drink it, I let it sit in my mouth. I like swish it and then like yep. through my teeth let it like I used to do that too when I was younger um, and a child, but I don't do that anymore. I still do it. And people <laughs> comment is like, what are you doing? Are you like swishing your mouth? I'm like, yeah. It it's like better. a fine one, especially with a Mountain Dew. You know, you have to oh, aerate yeah. it, give mm-hmm. it a nice little smell. Take just one little sw- swish it around. Um, yeah, I used to have just horrible eating habits when I was a kid. So I would have like soda first thing in the morning wouldn't brush my mm-hmm. teeth. I'd have candy throughout the day. And then I, when I drank soda, I would do that. I would drink it and I would like swish it around because I liked the feeling of the, uh, the carbonation. And then yeah. like I went to the dentist when I was like 10 or something like that when I was a kid. And they're like, you have nine cavities, <laughs> you know? And luckily they were all like my uh, baby teeth still. So they're like, they're going to fall out anyways. There's no point in us like giving you caps or whatchamacallit. Uh, unless they're like yeah. super painful. And so since then I've been like, I mean, I, I still drink soda and have candy, but like swishing it around. Even if I have soda, I try and have uh water like right after. Yeah. To like no, rinse good. my mouth out. Um, I'll go through these, I'll go through these phases where like, you know, I'm like with Emily or something and I'll for lunch, I'll make like a, I'll do like a PB and J toasted PB and J sandwich. And then I'll have like chips and salsa. Mm-hmm. And then I'll do like uh what was the other a string cheese? And Emily's oh, like, yeah. what are these food combinations what you're you doing for man? lunch? Like, what is this? <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just it's the three things that sounded good. <laughs> I know. Dude, there was uh I can't remember, was it a Catherine from from college? Like I remember specifically somebody from the track team that whenever she was on her period, she had like um uh pringles and peanut butter uh m&ms okay yeah i could see that and you're like i was like what the fuck is wrong with you but it's like salty and sweet because i so one of the things that i do i mean i guess it's weird i don't know i've seen other people do it too but i do popcorn and reese's pieces yeah i've seen like m&ms or reese's pieces yeah um but it's like that salty sweet. Yeah. Uh, w- oh, one thing that I do, I haven't done it in a while. That is 
weird, but I used to love, I mean, I still love chocolate milk. Um, mm-hmm. And then just a couple minutes ago, I was talking about how I like strawberry milk too. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that I would do when I was younger, when we ran out of chocolate syrup is I would take maple syrup and mix that in my milk and like a maple milk, maple syrup what? milk. Yeah. Okay. That's weird. I've never heard of anyone doing that before. It's like maple milk. I would take just the syrup and mix it up. And you're like, huh. it's like drinking, uh, you know, maple flavored milk. It's delicious. Huh? No, that's, that's pretty fucking weird. Yeah. And then there was a time where I used to live with my grandparents too. And they, I was like sugar deprived there. Like you had, there was no sugar in that house. And for a kid that like was obsessed with sugar, I found all sorts of ways to like get it into my diet. So I would like yeah. sneak maple sh- uh, milk or sometimes I would just take, I'd literally just take a swig of maple syrup. It's disgusting. <laughs> so like I had nothing. That was uh that was kind of similar to my my mom and and dad like really my dad does not eat sweet like he does but like he'll have like yeah. a scoop of ice cream and as a kid I was like I was the same way they wouldn't allow like sugary cereals or like anything mm-hmm. like that my mom wouldn't make like desserts and stuff but she would uh, have like sprinkles in the house and me and my brother would just devour these sprinkles like the whole thing we just like at in the middle of the night just like a mouthful of sprinkles and it was like now looking back and i'm like dude that was the most desperate yeah oh yeah thing you could possibly do and sprinkles are (laughs) not good at all like (laughs) horrible (laughs) gosh oh man like i think about that too like i would literally i would close or uh, open the uh the pantry door and hide myself and i would like squeeze the maple syrup out not even realizing because you're a kid like imagine your mom going to use the sprinkles for something that she's making and there's like like this many sprinkles left and she's like what the hell happened to all the sprinkles it was the same thing with the the maple syrup you know it's like you'd buy a thing of maple syrup and the next day there's like half of it and like i wonder what happened to it yeah you know that little <laughs> freak drank it all god there's something that was so disgusting or i would like i would literally just pick up if i saw candy on the ground i remember there would be some times where i'd find like a little starburst on the ground still in the wrapper i'd pick it up i'd eat it i'm like that's still in the wrapper <laughs> be lying if i like didn't really want to do that but i know that people would have watched like saw me do it so i was like oh yeah it was pure pressure oh yeah not to do it i mean sometimes if it's like a snickers and it's in its original packaging i mean it's probably safe you know yeah nobody's getting in there no but the plastic impenetrable fortress oh yeah that stuff's last that stuff's gonna last for thousands of years okay it's not going anywhere yeah it's safe but that reminds me of when I was like, man, I must have been like seven or something like that. Maybe in between the ages of seven and ten. And um, we lived in this like trailer park area. And it was right behind a uh, like this huge like empty lot. And my cousin and I found 
I'm not kidding you, an entire box of those like Mexican uh, popsicles, the mango ones covered with like the chili. Yeah. Somebody must have just dropped them off. I have no idea. They could have been laced with cocaine and methamphetamine, you know. And we ate all of them. And we would just leave the box back there in the empty lot. And we would go back every day and we'd take a couple and I'd eat them. I did some disgusting shit as a kid. It was like, I would never do that now. It's like there's a box of suckers back here. They're like some creep is back here waiting. Like this thing is booby trapped, you know? Yeah. I'm surprised I didn't get kidnapped. Uh, so. There's a guy with binoculars like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, yes. like that. Like that. Look. Look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Horrible. Horrible. Um, but like you said, I, I I still see some stuff like on the ground. Like, damn, I wish I was a that kid. Was and good. I, I could eat that right now. There was a, a time in high school uh, track because um, our track was like pretty simple. There wasn't like any stands or anything. It was like mm-hmm. in the woods. And we all, all we had was this shed where we kept everything. And when we had home meets, they would have like a concession stand, mm-hmm. like a little one in the shed. So they would keep some stuff in there. And one one of the seasons, they kept like their Pepsis and their candies. And I would like take one. Oh, yeah. Practice, I would like take one and then I'd sneak it. And by the end of the season, there was like nothing left. But it wasn't, I realized it wasn't just me. It was like other people too. Oh, yeah. And they were like furious. Pissed. Yeah. They were so mad. They never figured out who it was. But if they're, uh, if they're somehow watching this, I'm super sorry. And I don't have money to pay you back for that. So also, I was a child. Don't ask me. Yeah. Also, I was, I was a child, so you can't do anything. You can't prosecute me. Yeah. So, uh, we did the same thing. That. We did the same thing in high school. They had uh, built this. It used to be just a dirt track. And then, like, at the end of my freshman year, they had finished building um, this super nice stadium with stands. There was a scoreboard. It was, like, huge. There was a concession stand, everything. And... um we the bathrooms were like right next to the concession stands and every once in a while they would forget to lock the um either the door to like where the concession stands are or like the what is it like the gate you know when you do the uh the stand uh, like the walk-in fucking like serving counter yeah. And so sometimes we'd sneak in there and there'd be like a bunch of sodas just like at your school and we'd yeah. sneak stuff and then we'd get chewed out. But like nobody's going to be like, oh, I did it, you know, but we'd yeah, take so obviously. many of those things. And it's like, what do you wow. expect? Like, don't I have no sympathy for them and I don't feel sorry because I'm like, if I put a bunch of that stuff near where a bunch of high school kids are. Not only high I, school kids, but high school kids that just finishing track practice who that are like hungry. want food that are hungry it's like yeah yeah it's your guys fault sorry yeah you should have thought about this in advance you should have known what you're getting yourself yeah. into you know don't keep that stuff there you know don't put those in in i'll eat it if it's there i'm gonna eat it exactly so oh man yeah what else is weird that i 
would do. Um, I don't know. I'm sure there's, like I said, there's, I'm sure there's stuff that's like really weird that I do, but it's like, nobody sees me do it. So it's like, I don't get called out on it. <laughs> you know, there's, there's one thing that like, I guess it wouldn't, I guess like a few years ago it would have been considered weird, but it's like one of those things where it was, uh, now it's like super popular. But me and my dad used to make like 10 years ago, back to when I was in high school, we'd mm -hmm. make something called, we called it the inside out quesadilla. Oh. Cast iron. I think I told you about this. Yep. Uh, cast iron really hot. You'd sprinkle cheese on it, let it melt, and you put a tortilla. Yep. And then cheese on the tortilla, then another tortilla, and then you'd flip it, do cheese <clears> on the cast iron. So it's crispy cheese on the outside, gooey cheese, gooey in the cheese on the inside. And dude, we were like, we were kings when we were making these. Dude, like, I started doing that. And <clears throat> I started doing yeah, that because that's of you. What I'm saying. It's like, yeah, and now it's like super pop. Do it. People do it on burritos and stuff. And yeah, you know, I left a really bad taste in my mouth. You know, like, <laughs> I wanted to make money off that, but I didn't do anything because I'm I know right? a lazy piece of shit. So, and then that's just you know. typical. You start doing something, people give you shit for it, and then it catches on. Now, oh yeah, no, I always thought this is a great idea, and you're like, really? Because I remember that people didn't like this when I was doing it. Yeah, exactly. People are like, dude, that's too much cheese. And I'm like, what? Have you tried it? Have you tried this? So. But yeah. Um, I just got a I just got an update from the chat says it won't buffer in for me. Um, so hopefully people I, are. I saw that. I, I have it open and it's it's going. It's going? Okay. Yeah. Um so the uh the member was Irish Chaos. Won't buffer in for me. It's gonna hang around and chat for whole show. Um normally fixes itself. Well, hopefully it's looking forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully it'll it'll um you know resolve itself. But you know, hopefully people in the chat again if you're if you're listening in you know, feel free to uh, to chime in and make some comments, say hello. Uh, we're here. We're recording this, so it's, you know, our conversation, and then we'll uh, also pay attention to you, but uh, not as much as, like, just this typical stream where we're interacting yeah. with the chat the entire time. Um, but it's mainly just our our insane thoughts. But we see you there. Hello. Thank you for being here. We appreciate all you. Um, we really do. Yeah, because I'm just surprised that even one person listens to us. You know what I mean? I know. <laughs> uh, Edgar says hello. Oh, hello, Edgar. So Edgar's uh, really supportive. I, I saw him uh, comment on our last video. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. always super supportive. So that's awesome. Appreciate everybody. Um what were we just talking about before that? Uh, weird food, inside out quesadillas. Oh yeah, 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 inside out quesadillas. I do that with my burritos because sometimes I'll make my burritos too fat and they won't really close. So I'll just put a line of cheese on the cast iron and I'll put it on yeah. there just to seal it. You know, like a little <laughs> fat boy concrete. It's a good seal. Oh yeah, yeah. fat boy concrete. <laughs> so no, that's a great idea. Oh yeah. 
or what I actually what I've done too is I'll get Parmesan, get the cast iron really nice and hot, and I, I might like put a little butter, like spray it real quick, and just do like a little mound of Parmesan, and I'll melt that, and I'll make Parmesan crisps. Mm, okay, <sighs> dude. Oh, those so good. Highly recommend. If you and it's like everybody has Parmesan cheese, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. So. That's something that's super simple. You just do like a couple, four or five of them. Oh, man. I want some now. But yeah, little cheese that's crisps. Good. Yeah, we would do that. Well, we wouldn't do that. But we mm-hmm. also, when it was more mainly when my mom was gone, mm-hmm. like for dinner, and my dad was in charge of cooking, he would do like the inside out quesadillas. Yeah. Or he also had something called, uh, he called them, this is back a while ago, so it may be a little offensive, but white trash quesadillas. <laughs> and all it was was a tortilla in the microwave for like 10 seconds mm-hmm. with butter on it. And then we'd put Parmesan cheese on it and we'd roll it up. That's exactly what I would do. I used to do the same yeah. thing when I was a kid. Butter and I, st- I still do that. I do butter on a tortilla and then I get a little like uh, like garlic like seasoning, like all season, like garlic parmesan seasoning, and I put it on there. Oh, that's good, dude. That sounds really good. Oh yeah, I might have to do that after we're done here. <laughs> you thinking about it right now, aren't you? <laughs> I am. <laughs> oh man, I still wanted to. Um, I forgot to get my my Mountain Dew. I was gonna have like a little Mountain Dew, and we could sip and toast to it. But I, I drank. I them usually, all. I need to like go to the store before these because i like i come from emily's back to my place yeah. specifically for this podcast because that's how dedicated i am <laughs> but i should stop and get a mountain dew but it is 11 o'clock in the morning so it's like yeah i i was thinking about <laughs> like jessica told me she's like oh i thought you were gonna keep one as a prop and i was like i'm drinking that thing if it's in the fridge yeah. and it's ready to grow <laughs> go that thing's getting drank dude like there's no yeah, exactly and then she was like, well, I'll just get you like a two liter. Like, don't, don't, don't do that. <laughs> two liter. I was like, that's even that's even worse. You don't understand. I'll finish it because my in my mind, a two liter, that thing goes bad. Two days tops like its lifespan yeah. is two days. So I'm like, I'm sipping on it throughout the day. But they did make a good point. Just fill it up with water, you know, because it's colored green. You know, yeah, maybe have it as a prop. Color it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. But uh, I like how we're dedicated to this, like the dew being a part of the, you know, like like it's essential. Well, it, it, well it's the whole thing. It's like uh, our podcast is two dudes. We love dew, but we never have dues in our podcast. It's the third episode. We don't have dues ever. I know what fuck. <laughs> we're, fa- we're we're failing. I know. Lacking seriously, seriously lacking on this end um but that's okay we'll 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 get it there um there's a do they have circle k's up there they do right uh is that like a gas station uh it's like a gas station convenience store yeah yeah i I think they do it's literally like a k with a, a circle around it um yeah but they have when I used to this job that I had in high school and like through college when I was still living in California, um, there's a Circle K like right behind the store and they have what are called polar pops. 
and I'm not kidding you, they like are they're they're like this fucking big. They're huge, and they're 89 cents. 89 cents for this massive drink, and I would go there all the time, and I would get a little card because they would do a uh, you know buy five get one free, mm-hmm. and so it was like I would have one every single day because I would work like at least six hours anytime I worked there. I worked for six hours, and um, sometimes it was like really slow, so I'd like want something to. Oh, on. it was like a drink. Oh yeah, yeah. So a polar. So let me let me finish that. So you, the polar pop was like what you could buy, right? <clears throat> and it was basically yeah. just one of those horrible like styrofoam cups, but you could okay. fill any soda. It was like regular convenience store where they oh, had a soda, like soda a, dispenser. Yeah, yeah. Um. So thank you for catching that because I was when just you say polar pop. I was assuming like an otter pop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's just what they called their like their offering for their soda. It was like a big gulp. OK, Um. <clears throat> so it was called Polar Pop and it came in this like styrofoam cup because it helped keep the drink colder longer. Yeah. And I'm not kidding you. I think the cheapest one was 69 cents and it's not like they were small, like the 79 cents one was not small. But the fact yeah. that it was like I could get that for under a dollar and get like what equated to probably like three regular sodas. I'm like, I'm going to get that. I'm going to oh, buy yeah. the Polar Pop, you know? Exactly. So because you got to think of the well, markup. I mean, yeah, the markup. Also, too, when it comes out of the fountain, the fountain drinks are like, in my opinion, some of the best soda out there. Supreme it's it reigns supreme you know you know there's like i got this weird hierarchy you know a can a can of coca-cola is like one of the best things you can have but a pepsi in a bottle is one of the best things you can have oh yeah like a pepsi you know but a mountain dew from a fountain that that beats everything out it's just it just hits different dude i had I had a, a a Baja Blast from Taco Bell. Uh, was that last night? No, was, I think it was the night before. Was it where you had the, the Taco Bell? Yeah, that insane amount nights. of Taco Bell. Yeah. I ordered, so I messed up my order. I forgot to cancel one of the Crunchwrap Supremes because I got the box. And oh, then yeah. they told me after I had ordered, they don't have any more boxes, but I had ordered an extra Crunchwrap Supreme with the box. And I was like, oh, that's fine. Just give me a Crunchwrap Supreme meal. So I got the meal plus an extra Crunchwrap plus the taco that comes with the meal and two extra tacos that I had already ordered beforehand. So I like I had all this food and I'm like, I'm not going to wait for this to eat tomorrow. Like I I'm not going to eat this in the daytime, you know? Yeah. Because then I just feel dirty. So I finished it all right there, <laughs> right then and there. I only eat Taco <laughs> Bell after sundown by the way it's like this okay. weird i don't know some t- somehow it just feels better to me and it feels more acceptable to have taco bell at night yeah <laughs> so um but i had a, a baja blast with this meal oh god dude it like the carbonation was like it was like drinking from like an alpine spring it was just so refreshing. Like mm, the carbonation yes. was strong and the flavor was just perfect. And I took, and I was like, you know, you, when you take a, a sip of something, it just like it hits you and it wakes you up. 
Yeah. I, dude, one of the best feelings ever. Loved it. That's one of the things, man. Uh, uh, when they used to have Baja Blast and the bottles and everything, it just wasn't the same. It wasn't the same, It just man. never is the same. <clears throat> dude, and that... You just go to Taco Bell and just get the fountain. <sighs> and like you said, there's a hierarchy to it. And you may disagree. I don't know if you've even had what I'm about to mention, but dude, RC Cola. One of my favorite. You do not like RC Cola? I love RC Cola. <laughs> oh, RC oh Cola, dude. You know, it, it's called the Royal Crown Cola for a, reason. for a reason. It is the king. It is one of the best colas and so underrated. I hope it never goes away. I hope it never if if I'm in a position where RC Cola is going out of business, I will buy that business. Probably not because it's probably owned by fucking Pepsi or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. You know, but my dad used to buy that because one, it was cheaper than Cola. Uh, he liked Pepsi over uh, Coca-Cola anyways. Yeah. Um, but RC Cola was what we had in our house. Those just beautiful royal blue cans perfect there's some places here uh like restaurants that serve only rc cola really like the best stanich's stan oh they would stanich's would man yeah i know they would bless bless them bless them for doing so but then there are other things like i like vanilla coke do you like vanilla uh, flavor? I love vanilla. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I prefer, I haven't had a vanilla Pepsi in a while, but when it comes to like colas, I remember I, I prefer Pepsi over Coke, but in terms of like the flavors, I think vanilla Coke is better than the vanilla Pepsi. You know, I actually don't think I've ever had a vanilla Pepsi. Yeah. I, I just go straight to uh, uh, vanilla Coke. Yeah. You know, I think it's, it's like one of those things where they're the first ones and they do it so good. Like, why try oh, yeah. something else, you know? What about cherry? I do like cherry. Yeah. I think cherry and, Pepsi uh, is better, though. Again, yeah, I haven't it had is. it in a while, but cherry Pepsi over cherry Coke. Yeah. We should do like a bracket, you know? We should like one of those. It was, I think it, I don't think it's popular anymore, but those tier lists. Yeah. 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 Dude should put together like cherry Pepsi against cherry Coke or like regular Coke against Pepsi, all the other colas. Oh man. Doing a little, doing a little research right now. RC Cola. It's currently owned and distributed by Krug, Krug, Dr. Pepper. Oh, okay. Dr. Pepper is part of Pepsi. I thought so too. I that was the not. other one that I was about to mention. Dr. Pepper. I love Dr. Pepper, dude. Dr. Pepper is diet. Dr. Pepper is one of the most underrated. Like, really? I don't think it's underrated, but a lot of people like it. I don't think I've it's ever had a diet. Dr. Pepper. Diet. It's exactly like a Dr. Pepper. It's like, it's one dude. of the, like the best diet, diet sodas you can get out there. I'm pretty sure Dr. Pepper is like the, the, the national drink of Texas. Yeah. I, National drink of Texas, state drink, whatever. Yeah. It's Texas. It's a nation. Basically is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Hold on. Let me find out. 
I, I, cause I had a friend when I was in the Navy who was from Texas and that was like all she, that was the only soda she drank. I'm just going to Google search Dr. Pepper, Texas. Look at that. Dr. Pepper Museum and Free Enterprise Institute, Waco, Texas. Waco, Texas. <laughs> Is that? Oh, it's because Dr. Pepper was created in Waco, Texas. Oh, there you go. That's why. All right. All right. Probably distributed out of Texas from Dr. Pepper. Here, okay. So now I'm looking at all the, uh, you know, people also ask when you do the Google Google search. What do Texans call Dr. Pepper? Let's find out. If you're from the Texas Hill Country, the odds are you've called Dr. Pepper a Coke more than a few times. Midwesterners usually refer to soft drinks of pop as pop, while New Englanders call it soda. The word so they don't really call it anything; they just call it. So Dr. Pepper is just Coke in Texas. Is there like no Coke? Yeah, I mean, it probably is, but it's probably just like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things like you just say like New England say soda and soda. The South says pop. I I transcend all Americans and I just say soda pop. Soda pop. I go to the restaurant. Can I get a soda pop? And they're like, uh, okay, what kind? I'm like, uh, just that one. Just that just one. Soda pop. Just what about- anything carbonated in a, in a can or a glass. Please. <clears throat> what about fizzy drink? Fizzy bubbly drink. Fizzy bubble. Yeah. Or well. Uh, from watching Thousand Pound Sisters, they call it sodies. Sodies. <laughs> <laughs> and so I've started saying sodies as a drink, and I just kind of like sodie. She's like, I have a, I, you know, I have a sodie for for breakfast, and then some leftover dessert from the night before. And that's what that's I usually breakfast. do for breakfast, dude. Uh, yeah, I used to drink so many sodas as a kid. So many, it was disgusting. I had a Mormon friend that would only like his parents would only allow him to have one soda a day. Wow, that's pretty great, like gracious, because Mormons aren't allowed to have caffeine. Yeah. And I thought that was always like really weird that he could only have one because I was having like nine, you know, <laughs> and then I, <laughs> and then I found out that you're not even supposed to have any. So I'm like, this guy's a fuck. This just guy's just He's sinning rebel. every day. <laughs> you know <laughs> oh man just drinking in sin you know i don't subscribe to the to the mormonism so i'm fine you know yeah i know i'll make it i'll i'll i don't know where they go when what do you mean where they go when they die do they go do they believe oh. in the, the same heaven i don't know no, that's Scientology. I was thinking, it's like, don't they get their own planet or something like that? See, I could do that. I could do that. I think that's Scientology. I think that is too. That sounds nice. Well, it might be a little, little lonely at times, but. Well, you can probably just populate it with your own. With your own, own people, people if it's you your know? planet. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to think about all the people that might be in heaven. You're like, I fucking can't stand that guy. Like, he's probably not a bad dude. Yeah. Like, at a certain point, don't you think heaven is getting a little overpopulated? Overcrowded, probably. It's overcrowded, you know? What about their plumbing system? Like, what, do they go to the bathroom in heaven? Is it just like a... Probably don't even have... Does it go straight to hell? 
those organs, you know? Do you think it's like it's a perfect it's supposed to be a perfect world? I don't think you can. You know, if there's a if, if you can't fart in heaven, I don't, I don't think I want to go. I don't really want to go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I want to <laughs> those are the two questions that I'll ask. If I ever get to the pearly if if when I die you end up at the pearly gates, there's two questions I have. Is there a mountain dew and can I fart? They say no, I'm staying in limbo. Staying, yeah. I'll stay, I'll stay as a ghost on earth. Yeah. You're like, no, you can hang out at the gates, though, and do those things. Great. I'll drink my Mountain Dew, and I'll fart in the faces of the people that walk through. I'll fart, and then I'll protest, like, don't go fart now. (laughs) It doesn't rhyme, so it wouldn't be a good protest, but. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah, because you got, I mean, they don't do those things and have it, like, I don't know. Sometimes there's just something real nice about, like, a fucking raunchy fart. Yeah. You know, you just sit there in your own filth. You know? <laughs> or you do it like under the covers and yep. it just like concentrates. Yeah. Oh yeah. Emily hates it when I do that. I did Jessica hates it too. I don't think any really <laughs> normal person other than the person that created it likes it. Yeah, no. Like if somebody, if I was with a person that when I farted, they said, oh, that's nice. I might leave them. (laughs) Yeah. You know? (laughs) But yeah, I always try and like tuck myself in. And Jessica knows too, because I'll be in the bed and I'll like have the sheets like tucked in. And she's like, are you fucking farting? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, oh my God. Or sometimes I like she makes me stand somewhere else. Stand far away from her and I have to like. Count she's oh, she asked me the other day, she's like, how long was that fart? And I was like, I don't know, maybe like one and a half seconds. She's like, OK, wait over there for three times the amount of that time. OK, <laughs> you know, and then I have to break it off. So I have to do I have to do this little number. I'll stand there and I'll fart and then I have to like break it okay because there's like a line a line of smell i get it so i have to break it off it's you know like when you're in the discus and you need to it's like that number you'd probably be great okay yeah uh yeah i uh sometimes i'll sometimes i get some long farts man (laughs) like i i swear like I think I'm hitting like 20, 25 seconds. And Emily is like, Adam, that is the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. And I'm like, I think I just set Thank a world you. record. <laughs> like, you're, you're sitting next to a world record holder right here. <laughs> Professional numbers, lady. You're, you're sitting next to the 1%. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the the 0.1% of people that can fart longer than 10 seconds. Dude. Yeah, I've had some long ones. I'll tell you what, though. I don't know if I've ever had some, like, really long farts, but I I, I have 100% had some long pisses. Some long yeah. shits, too. Yeah. No, I, you've, you've, you've shown me some of your long shits, <laughs> and they're pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> 
dude like this is okay you're not gonna agree with it but sometimes like i'll take a shit and it feels so good and i'm like okay i understand why people like butt sex because <laughs> that felt so good coming out if it feels the same way going in <laughs> it probably feels amazing oh uh, so yeah uh i think about that sometimes <laughs> like i'm just sitting there <laughs> it's so oh enjoyable it feels great yeah but I like I remember specifically, I think the longest piss I ever took was when I was on a trip back uh, home. Well, to where my dad's home was in Kansas City. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And uh, we were driving. I can't remember where we drove from. Um, but we were on the road for a while. And I had to go to the bathroom so bad. And he was like, it was one of those single bathrooms. But I was a young kid, so he was like waiting for me like right outside the door and this thing this must have gone on i'm like no joke at least two minutes because it had been hours hours and i was drinking soda water and he had food and then he like i remember him specifically like talking he's like he's like you're still going because he's like jesus man he's like that's insane and i had one just the other day that was long as hell like sometimes I wake up, I don't have to pee. Other times it's like I somebody took a hose and filled me up overnight. And then I just Yeesh. let it all out. That's pretty crazy. I don't know. Yeah, what I don't it is, have man. a lot of long peas. I don't I think I got kind of a small bladder or something. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes it legitimately feels like it's about to explode. And then I'm like, I have to piss right now because I don't know. I don't want this stuff inside me. You know? Yeah. Imagine if your bladder exploded. That'd be horrible. Ugh. No thanks, man. <clears throat> it's crazy. Yeah. Um, that's another one of the best feelings ever. Dang. <sighs> Holy shit. Like sometimes it's just like it it's so overwhelming. So overwhelmingly great. You just your eyes well up. And you just take this longer yeah. and you're just like, holy shit. This is one of the best feelings ever. <clears throat> like, <laughs> this is incredible. So. Oh, man. Mm. Well, uh, me and Emily actually started doing uh, a kickball. We started a kickball. League. We didn't start a kickball league, but we started in a kickball league. Yeah, I saw a picture you posted. <clears throat> we were uh, going to do softball because I had played i don't it's not called intramural but uh it's like an adult league or something like that like an adult league well i used to do softball and i have this really killer bat nice softball bat i i found it at one of the fields and uh (laughs) so you stole it from somebody that left it yes Um, (laughs) and it i would just love to hit dingers man oh, oh that's the best the there's rules though like in the adult leagues where you can only hit like one home run over the fence home run what and how I am i supposed to control that, would, that and i would be the guy that would like just go up there and just like swing as hard as he could every, every single time, time. <clears throat> and i would hit like two or three over the fence home runs in a game but like only one of them counted yeah i'd be out the other two times so it'd like be no benefit 
but uh this kickball i was trying it's like a little league field so mm-hmm. it's like 250 feet or whatever and i was trying my hardest to like kick one over the fence and i would get it and it would go like so high in the air yeah but actually anyways before we like we get to this field and there's two teams playing already that are part of the league and they're both like pretty young teams and they're both like relatively good. And I'm like, Oh man, I'm kind of like nervous, you know, like I don't want to like embarrass myself. And, and then we, we start like practicing after the game ends. And I realized that the other team that we're playing is like elderly, like 50, 60 years old. And so like we start going and it's a bloodbath. It is like, it's so bad. Um, I hit, I, I mean, I'm like a 270-pound man. Yeah. Who right now in my prime, like, couldn't run very fast. Like, I'm pretty athletic, but, like, I hit it inside the park home run. It's like, Wow. But anyways, we ended up winning twenty-five to zero. <laughs> <laughs> Just no mercy. Oh, dude! No I mean, what do you expect? Whatsoever. You're an elderly team. Like, they got to understand that they just got to be out there for the fun of it. Oh you know? yeah, I mean that's part of it. You go out there for the fun of it, and but uh, I think we ended up our team having like three inside the park home runs. I I swear I almost. I, not almost, but I get the closest to kicking one out. Like I got it to like mid outfield. Yeah. Mid outfield. And it probably went like a good a hundred, 150 feet in the air. It was like skyrocketing up there. And this little, this like kind of smaller elderly lady's like out there, like, uh, Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Just like straight through her arms. <laughs> Jeez, Gosh, man. That was, that was fun. <clears throat> Did they give you any shit afterwards? You know, if I was your age. No. Good. No, they packed up and left. They picked, Good. Good. Get them out. No, no. Get them out. Get them out. Yeah. Next. Exactly. Get out of here. Old man Jenkins. <laughs> Probably <laughs> kick his hip out. Hoping, hoping for another team like that, you know, go oh, for yeah. the championships just real quick. Oh, yeah. That would be fun. Do like a... Uh, there's nothing better than the sound of a dinger off of a oh, bat, like yeah. a good hit on a bat, like in baseball on a wooden bat. That crack, oh, that's, that's a even better, sound. like a better sound because like you like know when it's a good hit when it's coming off. You can a just hear bat. it. Yeah, God, that's gorgeous. Yeah, I love that sound. Uh, have you ever seen the Thirty for Thirty on uh, Bo Jackson? No, no. That's I like haven't the, watched a lot of the thirty for thirties, dude. That's one of the best thirty. I haven't watched that many of them either, but I'm you know I like Bo Jackson and like the fact that he's like this mythical being almost. Yeah. Um, but the whole episode is like really great, and it's like just hypes up his like almost supernatural abilities. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> they were talking about when he got drafted to uh, the KC Royals. And um, 
one of the managers there was or like one of the workers was there when he came in for a practice and he talked about hearing the crack of the bat when he was doing his batting practice. And I can't remember who he uh, said it sounded like. He's like, I've only heard that time, that sound three times in my life. And he's like some super old timer. He's like, one was when Babe Ruth was here back, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then another time was like another Hall of Famer. And he's like, and the third time was today with uh, Bo Jackson you know yeah. and then they like had a reel of him hitting it's like i love that sound you know mm-hmm. and baseball is one of those sports that <sighs> i'll watch it on tv for a little bit and i like watching the highlights <clears throat> but it's really something that i would much prefer to watch in person like i can't sit yeah. through a whole game on tv the only time i can sit through a whole game is if i'm actually in the stadium watching it yeah so which i don't know probably makes me more of like a casual than anything else, but still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, the, the softball bats, are they thicker? No, they're like skinnier and they're really? long, like the, the barrel of it is a little bit longer. I mean, because if you think about it, the softballs are. Yeah. That is probably the compensate. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a little bit easier to hit. Like better hits you know well i guess not really because the thicker barrel i think would be a little bit better you know yeah that's another thing too i um so speaking of baseball and softball um i actually really enjoy watching softball like women's college softball or even softball like professional there's not that much like coverage of professional softball but yeah. I love watching college softball because it's for people that don't like baseball. It's perfect. If you want to get them introduced to the sport, like softball is perfect because it's much smaller. It's faster paced. And it's like the, I don't know. It's like the faster version of it, you know? Yeah. And you get just as much action <clears throat> and I don't know, it's just a lot more enjoyable to me than watching baseball on TV, you yeah. know? And it's like, Jessica, I started watching it. Like we haven't watched it in a while, but she's like, "Why are you watching this?" She's like, "Are you just watching this because of the like, it's women's sports?" I'm like, "No, it's just like better than watching baseball on TV." You know. So if you've never seen a softball game on TV, highly recommend. Yeah, um, I don't think I have actually. You yeah, know, just probably watched a little bit of it when it's like at a restaurant or something playing yeah. in the background. But it's just so much quicker and faster paced you know yeah so yeah but that would be fun to do a uh, like an adult league softball it's super fun you know because most of the teams are like you know like me who are just kind of out there to fun and yeah just hit something really far you know but then there's other teams that are like super competitive and it's like okay come on you guys aren't gonna like you're not winning the world series out here like yeah they get like aggressive with it and you're like, calm yeah. down. This is like, and then I, I start to get aggressive cause they get aggressive and it's like, at that point, not. it's not fun anymore. I yeah. just want to beat you into the ground. Yeah. It's not fun anymore. Like <clears throat> what, 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 what are we doing here? Like, this is softball. Like it's not even like we're going to earn a trophy that matters. You know, we're not going to be division one champs here. 
it's literally like a t-shirt yeah it's like it. a t-shirt that says delta park winners or something you know wherever yeah. the place is you know so yeah i can't stand shit like that where they get like way too competitive it's yeah like it's adult league softball but pal. most of the time it's not like that mm-hmm. and it's yeah. just like super fun oh yeah i kind of wish that sure. we did do softball but you do yeah. have to have some sort of like athletic ability that's yeah. kind of mean but like it's a little bit more athletic than like kickball um, yeah because you got to have the um hand-eye coordination for the bad like I suck. And, I suck at that and especially like fielding is is hard too because the ball is coming relatively fast and yeah and whatnot but uh we're yeah playing with emily's, time. emily's company and uh yeah so they're just like company people yeah i mean there are a lot of really athletic people but then um there are some that would not fare well in softball <laughs> quick movement would not be one of their strong suits yeah yeah what does she do she's a uh recruiter oh okay yeah Yeah, this used to work for a recruiting company yeah so she just recruits people basically companies she worked for apex apex okay uh jessica probably knows that name she was a like a uh like she wasn't a recruiter but what was her title like operations something um for a recruiting company called agilon it sounds kind of familiar. like it's pretty one of the i think bigger ones if not the bigger one because they're like a a national company yeah. so they have offices all over the world and um there was a place that i went through too when i was living up there trying to find a job never worked for me but whatever it's fine not bitter about it at all yeah so um but yeah that can they would the office was really like especially those sales type jobs like they always have to do stuff like that keep their people motivated and happy right yeah so um and i bet work is probably real good now yeah it's getting up it's getting better yeah so people trying to find jobs after freaking the world's been closed for two years basically exactly so uh yeah that's fun that you guys get to do that um maybe i'll look into doing that too that'd be fun for for jessica and i to do you know yeah and it's usually like not that big of a time commitment like for us it's just one day a week yeah and the games are like only they're like capped to like 55 minutes oh nice like it's not yeah it's like an hour once yeah it's totally doable yeah it really is totally do that um yeah i wonder what they have out here they do it during dude they probably have to do it at night out here because it gets so hot during the day yeah i would i would melt 100 percent. come back looking like a lobster how hot is it down there right now right now it's not bad um let's let's see what it is what's the real feel because the last week up here, it was like reaching, it was like 90s. 
and I was really I was dying. Yeah, I was literally dying for a whole week. So <laughs> it's supposed to get up to it's 88 now. The highest it'll get is 91. It's supposed to be 102 on Tuesday. Sheesh. Yeah. And as summer, we get more into summer. It'll uh, I remember last summer, there were days where it was like 110. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's awful. It was so hot in our room yesterday, too. Like once yeah. it gets above like 80 in, outside, that's when our room really starts to get to the point where it's unbearable. Yeah. Like and we have AC. We use the AC. But the problem is there's a big old window right here. Big old window right there. There's two windows along this wall. And the sun comes up behind us and is along this side. So it's constantly like beaming in through these two windows. Yeah. And then when it sets, it sets right in front of this window. Yeah. So it's like constant sunlight into the room. And we're right above the uh, the garage, which has no oh. AC at all. Yeah. So it's just like reverberating heat. And it's like if it's 90 degrees outside, it's like 95 in here horrible so and we can't have the windows open too because it's just hot air blowing yeah exactly and there's only one ac vent so it's like as soon as we turn the ac off for the night it's like just dissipates into hot air yeah so gosh so i just ha i just drench myself before bed i get in the shower and i stay wet and i just lay on the bed like a starfish and i turn the fans on I just I wait there until I can fall asleep. <laughs> so, but yeah, it, so far it's not that bad. Um, really, really nice. When I it's, I was surprised at how hot it could get up in Portland too. It was actually a little bit. It's a little bit humid, more humid up there than it is down here. Yeah, sure. yeah. So it's definitely like hotter than up in Washington because like. Washington, it would it get to like a hundred degrees for like one week. Yeah, it was usually like the week in in July, and like other times it was like just eighties. Nice, yeah, bearable. But Portland, like, <clears throat> there's a lot of weeks that it's like ninety degrees. Yeah, I love the summers up uh, in Portland, though, dude. They are nice. They're so great. Like one of the most beautiful. That's why I never like felt the need to come home for summer during school. Yeah. Like I would just get a job up there. I would come home for like maybe a week or two, but I'd go back up to Portland and just stay there. And plus I had a job on campus. So it was like I had free housing. Yeah. Um, so that was really nice, but I love freaking summers up there, dude. So gorgeous, man. I'd love to have like a house that we have up there, like a cabin or something. Like yeah. in Portland that we could go to during the summers. It'd be awesome. Rent it out as like an Airbnb the rest of the year or something. Yeah, that'd but, be really sweet. Yeah. Um but yeah, it here it's it's not that bad. But it's the same like in, in Rhode Island where I was living in Newport. Um, like during the summer it'll get pretty humid, but like the hottest it'll get is like maybe 80 because yeah. you're on the water it's probably the same up in washington because you're really close to the water so mm -hmm. it didn't get all that hot because <clears throat> it's always you know you have water there so it's a little bit cooler um but then you also have it's like you have these really mild 
summers, but the winters were like the worst thing imaginable. So if I never go back to Newport, Rhode Island, it'll be soon enough. Let's just say that like <laughs> it'll be too soon. Cause it'd be like regular. I was just talking about this earlier to Jessica. There'd be times where we'd wake up in the morning and the trees would have ice like coming out like parallel to the ground because the wind was yeah. blowing all night and it would rain and then it would freeze and then the ice would just be like sticking out and it'd be like negative 20. Wow. In Rhode Island? Yeah. It was awful. So awful. So, so cold. I thought I liked cold weather. Yeah. I mean, that's that's like going on beyond. That's like sitting in like super hot weather you know like 110 yeah. degrees that's the opposite mm-hmm. you know super cold i don't think i've ever been in weather below like 15 degrees 15 you know? yeah i think that was about the coldest that i had experienced um yeah even in uh missouri when we'd go back for for winter like it wasn't all that cold cold enough to snow but even then, yeah. when it snows, you have a bunch of cloud coverage, so it like kind of keeps in the warmth too. Yeah, but, like it was horrible, especially out in Rhode Island on the clear nights. So so cold. Um, I don't know what I, and I thought I would prefer. I thought I always preferred cold weather because you could always get warmer, right? You just put on more layers. And like hot weather, I'd rather be in like thirty degree weather than like a hundred degree weather because yeah. I can always just like cover up. But when you start getting into the negatives, it's like there'd be beast. Yeah, there would be times where I had a headache because my ears were so cold. And the wind would just go right through your clothes like you had to have like super like high end winter gear in order to not feel the wind because it would just pierce through everything. So not fun, not something I enjoy. Not fun. Yeah. No. So it's like I understand why people from the East Coast are like kind of seen as assholes because like they have to deal with that every winter, you know? Yeah. They're not they're not dealing with your bullshit too. So it's just a different breed of human out there. So what are you looking at? You look like you're researching something. I I was just looking, you know, when we do these, I just go on Google News and see if there's anything oh, interesting yeah. to talk about. There's just one man dumped 80,000 pennies on his the lawn for his last child support payment. Jesus Christ. I hate when people do stuff like that, man. Like, it's funny, but it's like. Yeah. Like, I remember watching or reading something about a man who got like this really stupid parking ticket or whatever. And he paid for it in all pennies. Yeah. Like you're really not sticking it to the man. You're just sticking it to the man that has to count the pennies. You're sticking to the the person that you know? is answering to the man that is just trying to make a decent paycheck. You yeah. Know? You're like, I, I get your point here, but like you've really not changed anything because now no. me, Joe Schmo, as the clerk, has to sit here and count this shit. Yeah. Like I didn't give you the ticket. You know, way to go. Way to go. Yeah, just dumb stuff like that. Yeah. 
Oh, this is one I saw earlier that was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. NBC was making uh, a show called Ultimate Slip and Slide, but it had to uh, halt production because oh, people on set had explosive diarrhea. <laughs> like, I think it was like 80 cast members and like workers what? got this like parasite that like gave them explosive diarrhea. It was some like a unheard of amount of people. Uh, yeah, it sounds pretty shitty. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> but also... First off, that sounds like a dumb show. Like a show ultimate like slip where and slide? Ultimate I, Slip and Slide. It's like maybe I gotta maybe oh. kids would like it. Ages like two to infant. This sounds and like a YouTube Billy, show. Yeah, exactly. No thought process went into this. Yeah. 40 members of the crew became violently ill with Awful explosive diarrhea. Jesus. <laughs> oh my God, dude. This, this picture that they have on this, this news source, it's <laughs> NBC shit show. <laughs> Ultimate slip and slide. And the picture is a guy sliding down like this hill of mud. And there's just mud flying through the air. And he's just, it looks like it's, I know what you guys are doing. I know what you're trying to do here. Um, Giardia strikes a network in Ben Silverman's post-Olympics game show adaptation of classic Whammo backyard toy. Did I see that Ron Funches is the host? You know who that is? He's a, a comedian. What, uh, what is it? Ron Funches. Oh, is he that black guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, okay. I think he, I mean, SNL's Bobby Moynihan and comedian Ron Funches. Show's hosts, yeah. Ron Funches and Bobby Moynihan. I don't know who Bobby Moynihan is, but Ron Funches is pretty Oh, funny. Bobby Moynihan is that weird uh, comedian guy on SNL. Moynihan. Oh, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think he's in anything else other than Saturday Night Live. All right. Yeah, I know this is now. I just know Ron Funches because uh, he did some uh, an episode with Joe Rogan, and then he was yeah. also like the host for the G4 TV like reunion thing that they did a while ago. Oh, okay. So. And his stuff is pretty like his stand-up. It's pretty funny. Yeah. I want to really want to watch that uh Bo Burnham stand-up. Oh, yeah. Was that, it what's that, that one new called? One. It's like a Bo it's Burnham. It's called Inside. Inside? Yeah. Yeah, it's where he it's where he's just like during the pandemic, and it's all apparently, I think it's all shot by him. Like yeah, in that his makes apartment. Sense. <laughs> but apparently it's like super like creative, like the shots. Yeah, and like everything, I I really want to watch it. Yeah, I've been hearing uh, a lot of really good stuff about that one. So, and that's on Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Netflix. Yeah, I'll definitely have to have to watch that. 
because he like was really popular when I was in high school. Yeah. Uh, and then he didn't really like disappear. I think he was doing like other stuff, but then he was in the most recently, like in this movie. Um, gosh, I'm going to butcher this. Let me look it up. But uh, he was like one of the main people in it and he was really good. Yeah. Like the acting was like super well done. And uh, like I was like, dude, he was like good. So I started watching some more of his stand up, and I was like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta watch some more of this guy. Yeah, dude, I love stand up comedy, man. Like, that's when I was like super into listening Joe Rogan's podcast. Those were like the ones that I would listen to the most. Were the ones with other comedians. Yeah, you know, because they would talk about some serious stuff and like things that weren't specifically comedic. But they would yeah. talk about like real world issues that like because they're comedians, they had a different like spin on it or different take or different uh, view of it. And it was like it was refreshing. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, because it's really interesting to listen to comedians like talk about stuff because they're so good about like articulating their thoughts mm-hmm. into like a creative and like entertaining way. Whereas yeah. like other people just will give you the facts. But a comedian will do it in a way where it's like super entertaining yeah it's like it's but, it's uh, super impressive how they can do it because you take a comedian like i love bill burr you know yeah. and uh the way that he just makes things and i i think i connect with bill burr because like a lot of shit just like bothers me but i don't think to articulate them in a way that's funny you know mm-hmm. but he is able to do that you know, and it's like he'll talk about our comedians in general will take things that are pretty commonplace mm-hmm. or things that we do. And they're able to think about it in a way that like just pokes fun at it. And they're like, why? the f- Yeah. Why the fuck do we do that? You yeah. know, <laughs> or like his I love his bit on um, uh, like self checkouts, you know, or um, how like I think it was a subway. He was doing a thing. Where he's like, oh, yeah, uh, can I get this and this and that on the subway or on the on the sandwich? And uh, can I get a little like mayo and mustard? And the guy was like, oh, yeah, mayo and mustard is over there. And he's like, uh, how about you uh, put the fucking thing on there? Because I'm that's what I'm paying for you, you know, or like the oh, they were trying to get him to to put, put yeah. the mushroom beyond by himself. Yeah. Or like huh. the self checkout was like his thing was like, yeah, you come into my store, you get all the shit yourself. You come to the line, you check it out and you get the fuck out. You know, yeah. like I never thought about that as like a self-checkout. Like I do all the work. You pay me like you do all the work. You pay me. I do nothing. You get out. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> so I love the way that he is able to just. Again, comedians in general are able yeah. to just pick apart these things, you know. Yeah. So the movie I was thinking of with Bo Burnham, it was the promising young woman. Hmm. And it was a uh, like 2020 movie. It got like it got pretty good reviews. It, Carrie Mulligan. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that it was like nominated for some awards. I. Th- we watched it, me and Emily, and we yeah. really liked it. I think. I've, yeah. Was it on Netflix? What's it on? No, it wasn't on a streaming service. OK, it was one of the ones that like was going to come out in theaters and then it didn't and then it like you could stream it for like 20 bucks or something okay maybe i saw it on like amazon or something like that 
Um, yeah. Because the, uh, the, the poster looks familiar. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's a good movie. Oh, wait. Yeah, that has, um, I think that's why I was familiar with it because it has, um, oh, what's her name? Damn it. Allison Brie. Oh, Allison Brie's in it too. Yeah. I did not know. Um, damn it. What's her name? I just saw the image. Let me go back to the Jennifer Coolidge. No, it's the, the, the black woman. She also has a show called bubble gum. Oh, or chewing gum. Yeah. And it's not Laverne she, Cox. It's, um, she's not in it very much. God, what the hell is her name? Dead air. Um, I don't know. I don't think she's credited. Maybe not. But she's, she, I mean, she has a small role, but it's not like. Yeah. She's not in there. You Michaela know? Cole. That's okay. her name. Because I really liked that show. Uh, Chewing Gum. Uh, I think it was on. That was on Netflix, I think. Yeah. This is like from years ago. Um, and I just remember seeing. Her in like a thing or maybe it, I don't know. I can't remember. Whatever. 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 But there's also another guy in there. He's Sam Richardson. I didn't know ever know what his name was, but he was in like a show called Detroiters, which I never watched. But um, he's in this show called. Did I mention it before on Netflix? It was a sketch comedy. Hmm. Um, I think I should leave by Tim Robinson. <laughs> no. If you if you guys haven't watched that, you guys have to watch it. Really? It's it is so funny. And Tim Robinson is in it. And uh he's like some some roles. You know, some some of the sketches are like funnier than others. Yeah. But but for the most part, man, he just like creates these sketches where it's like so over the top and then it like reels in. Like it has one of the sketches, uh, I'll spoil this one because it's one of my favorites, but it's him at a birthday party. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, the guy from Walking Dead, the Korean actor. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's his birthday, and he's opening presents. Everyone's around him opening presents, and he finally gets to Tim Robinson's present, and it's like a wreath. And he's like, oh, man, I love this gift. So thank you, Tim. And Tim's like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's all right, man. I, I got you the gift receipt just in case you don't like it so you can return it. And he's like, oh, perfect. Yeah. And then he starts opening another present. And Tim's like, are you going to return it? Do you like it? And he's like, uh, no. I was like, okay, then give me the gift receipt back. And he's like, okay. And so he has a gift receipt and he continues to open more presents. And he's like, well, if you like it so much, you wouldn't mind if I ate this gift receipt, would you? And he's like, what? No. So he, he eats it and then he becomes violently ill. And he's like, you didn't wipe good enough. And then he gets like all these party goers to start like accusing him of not wiping his butt after pooping like good enough. 
and then everyone leaves and goes to Tim's house. Dude, what? It is it is the weirdest sketch. But you watch it and it's just it's so funny because everyone is so normal. And then like a blink of a second, it just becomes like weird and like over the top. See, that's it's why like you gotta have a perfect amount. It's like the perfect amount of like weird, weird and fun. Yeah. Weirdness, man. Dude, All right. Yeah. I'll, have to, I'll have to watch it then. Yeah. They're short, like little 15 minute episodes. Okay. Yeah. I miss that good, like sketch comedy, you know, stuff that really did, uh, Dave Chappelle and like Chappelle show was the one that like, yeah. I remember, like, I'm sure there were other sketch comedy shows that were doing. Well, obviously you had mad TV and, um mad tv and then there was a snl too white boys oh yeah it was uh what was it called is it whitest people you know or something like that whitest people you know yeah dude do you remember that um one of my favorites was uh the abraham lincoln skit when he's at the was it the ford theater yeah you remember that (laughs) yeah Dude, that I think about that 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 skit pops up in my mind at least a couple times a year, and every time I yeah. do, like I have to watch it. So, <laughs> and if you don't know, just look up "Widest People You Know," Abraham Lincoln, and it's about how Abraham Lincoln really was shot. It's a true story, but yeah, that was one of my favorites, man. Um, yeah, but Chappelle Show was the one that like really. I don't think if Chappelle Show did as well as it did or didn't like leave so abruptly like we wouldn't have key and peel no yeah you know i'm sure that they would have continued to do things but like there was a huge void after Chappelle show went off the air for something like that and um like key and peel just totally capitalized on it, it was so good for yeah. them you know because yeah, that's exactly. funny too <clears throat> There's always going to be a place, I believe, in this world for, like, sketch comedy. Oh, yeah. You know, SNL is, like, not very funny anymore. It's, it's too weird and not just not funny. Yeah, it's kind of lost its, uh, its touch. Yeah. You know, but shows like Key and Peele was just a masterpiece, man. And I I truly think that I think you should leave is is a very underrated. I don't ever hear anyone talk about it. Yeah. And it might just be like our our type of comedy because it's <laughs> just weird as a fuck. lot of just weird as fuck. But yeah. Um I think it's like like perfection, man. Yeah. I uh you know SNL I think is like I think part of it is that they're like almost too afraid to be offensive now. Yeah. And it's like the whole point of like comedy is to not offend people, but to bring things to people's attention that like, like uh, challenge your worldview, you know? Yes. Yeah. You know, it's, but that's what it's supposed to do is like challenge your worldview. And if you think like of a stereotype, like they'll bring that stereotype and make fun of it, but also they'll make fun of like, why the fuck is it a stereotype in the first place? Why it's funny. And then like, why it's also stupid, you know? Yeah, exactly. So like, that's the whole point in there. I think a lot of the stuff that I've seen is just like, they're too afraid to, to do that anymore. Like one of the worst ones I remember was, um, 
God, what was the SNL skit? SNL. Um, I can't. What was it? God. It was, oh, Handyman. Do you remember that SNL skit? Or maybe it was, was it Mad TV? Who was it? Who was in it? Um, I think it was one of the, yeah, Damon Wayans as Handyman. He was a handicapped superhero. <laughs> and he did like the whole like you know and it, the way that it was just like i watch it now and it's like it's, it's it's totally like a product of its time you know where like making fun of uh like handicapped people was like deemed funny or yeah. like you could say the word retarded without like getting any <clears throat> like backlash yeah. um but it's like he he comes to the save this guy who's trying to get into a bathroom and he's handicapped. He's in a wheelchair and he can't open the door because somebody else is in there, like using the handicap uh, stall who's not handicapped. And he like I can't remember what he does, but like he saves the day somehow. And then he when he goes to jump out the window, he just kind of like waddles to the window and he like falls out of it. You know, so it's like there's some funny stuff there. Yeah. But also it's like it's still like I watch it and it's one of those things that's funny. And I say, holy shit. Like this is so offensive this is so bad. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's like, know. you know, it's a sign of like how far we've come, you know? Yeah. Like there's comedy that's good when it's punching down. Cause it's like, it doesn't really hurt anybody's like true feelings, but it's mm-hmm. also like, I don't know. Like I said, supposed to challenge your worldview yeah exactly. Um, and they're afraid to kind of do that now yeah there's definitely like some stuff out there that does that like doesn't really cross the line but then you can like you can tell when comedy like reaches that line like, yeah a lot of like comedians that are like "Ooh, that's like not hitting the way it should hit man yeah like especially now like thinking about like louis ck and everything that's happened like he well one the the joke that he would make is like uh like guys making coffee like he's like sometimes i would get like this coffee and he's like and i never use the n-word but sometimes like what was his bit it was like um he's like i'll take a sip of the coffee and he's like damn that made the fuck out of this coffee you know (laughs) yeah you know and that's like i laughed but also it's also like it's like there's no real point in like saying something like that you know yeah and also like i you know i'm sure some black people laugh too but still it's like i don't know if there's and another bill burr moment with two was like you can always tell when somebody's gonna say some racist shit because they're always like they say like fuck before they bring something up yeah. he's like he's like the way white people t- talk about it it's like this you know this fucking black guy did this thing and people are, whoa 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 calm down but he's like but when a black person talks about it, he's like yeah this fucking asian motherfucker was talking about like this fuck you know he's like all i did was like i preempted the fuck he's like i was talking like, yeah. this fucking asian guy did this everybody's like freaking out he's like but when a black guy did it it's like there's like no this asian motherfucker you know at the store the other day was talking to me and it's like it's totally fine He's like, all I did was I moved that one word. It's fine. You know? So. Yeah. 
Like that to me is funny. He's like, I just, it's just a play on words. But like the Louis CK thing was like, like I laugh is funny. Like, okay, I get it. But like you said, there's no real point to it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Other than to like be edgy. Yeah. Like if you're just trying to be funny and edgy just for the sake of it, like I feel like you should have some better material then. Exactly. So, but yeah, I do love comedy, man. You know, and like you said, I think comedy will always have a uh, a place in society. Always. And it always has. I mean, from fucking the time that people started like settling down in one place, you know, there were like, well, one, you had jesters, you had the Romans doing, uh, and the Greeks too, doing comedy plays you know, along with like the, the tragedies and whatnot. So. Like you said, it just kind of helps society like bond, yeah. you know, so laughter is contagious, you know, so it's, it's, it is. it's good. Oh, man. Um, I've always thought about like, I thought it'd be kind of cool to do like stand up comedy or try to do like an open mic. But it's also like the most gut wrenching thing when I think about it. Yeah, I like because uh, we've been watching this show Hacks on HBO, mm-hmm. which is another really good show. But it's about like the stand up comedy person that's been doing it forever. And then she ends up getting this writer to help her. Mm-hmm. But in order like it has her like writing these jokes and watching. I always thought like I would be like a good stand up comedian. Yeah. But watching that, I was like, dude, I couldn't. I couldn't think of jokes, man. Like I couldn't think of jokes out of thin air. I, it's like one of the hardest things ever. Yeah. I I think about that sometimes. Again, I would listen to, um, Joe Rogan's podcasts with other comedians and, uh, he talks about his process, um, where every night that he would do a set at the comedy store in LA, he would, you know, do his set. He'd work through some things. And then he'd come home and he would write for like a couple hours. And I think it was more so just like writing things that he had thought about um, and trying to like think through them. And he'd do that for a couple hours because, you know, he has kids, he's got a wife and stuff. So he's like, it's like one of the only times where like the house is pretty quiet and I can like just think through these things. And then the same thing with like Seinfeld, like Seinfeld has, I think, like just pages and pages i remember seeing like one of the shows that he did um he laid out all of the pages of shit that he's written over the years and it took up like an entire block like an entire like city block you know and it's like that's crazy to think about and and he's like and a lot of this stuff just didn't work you know there's probably some stuff in here that didn't work at the time maybe i didn't have the right mindset to like work it out and maybe it would work now, you know, or yeah. it worked then and doesn't work now because times have changed. Yeah, exactly. So, and then I don't know. Do you know who Sebastian Maniscalco is? No, dude. You, I think you'd like Sebastian Maniscalco. He's like one of the funniest comedians, in my opinion. We saw him live in, in Vegas and it was incredible. Um, but one of the, what he does, he just like, he has these ideas and he says he just goes on stage and he just works through them. Like he doesn't have any notes, really. He'll just go yeah. up on stage and talk about stuff. 
Um, that's, that's pretty interesting. But one of the funny things that he talks about, like he grew up in an Italian family. <laughs> and this is like kind of what we ha- had grown up to. Like he was like, there was always a cake on the table that you could never eat. He's like, that was for, for, for guests. You know? Yeah. That was for the guests, you know? And he's like, back when I was a kid, like somebody would knock on the door and he'd be like, oh my God, who is it? Yeah, come on in. Come on in. Like you just show up unannounced. He's like, now people show up to your house. He's like, everybody close the blinds, get down. You know, <laughs> you know, where's the, like, who's, who's there? Like, shh. you know, how times have changed in that regard. But I, lo- yeah. I love that dude. He's hilarious. Um, and he's got some stuff on Netflix. So. I'll have to check him out. But yeah, you're right. Like writing jokes is probably like, cause there's shit that's funny to me or that I think about like what I mentioned earlier about taking a shit, like, you know, feeling mm-hmm. good. Like sometimes I think I could like do a like a two minute thing about that and that it would be hilarious and I'd kill and I'd, you know, be a great comedian. And then it's like probably more likely that people would be like, that's fucking weird. Yeah, that's like, fucking gross. Yeah, it probably only hit like about 0.1% of the population. Right? <laughs> like, it's funny to us because it's like, oh, poop, that's funny. Farts are, farts yeah. are cool. But then like the, re- <laughs> the rest of like a more mature community would probably be like, come up with something better. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, oh, that's what I was going to mention too. Uh, if you're watching Hacks on HBO, uh, yeah, you may have already seen it, but it's called Crashing. Mm-mm. It's with God. What's his name? Peter Hughes. Peter Frampton. Yeah, that's the one. Crashing. Uh, it's a HBO series. I think it has like a couple seasons, maybe. Um, has, has who? Uh, Pete Holmes. That's who it is. It's about a okay. uh, a Christian guy. It's basically his life and how he got started in comedy. He used to be um, he went to like Bible school and he was like a youth pastor. And then his like wife cheated on him. And yeah. uh, like that kind of like spiraled his life. Down into. Like not so much in a bad way, because now he's like doing like comedy and stuff, but he was doing comedy like when he was married and his wife was supporting him and life was really hard and he wasn't making it at all. And he was doing these shitty gigs and like the stuff that he was making was like, you know, youth pastor type comedy. And then like once his wife had an affair with somebody like his wife, he was like living on couch to couch. That's why it's called crashing. And, you know, also him crashing and burning on stage too. (laughs) But like how it changed his, uh, his comedy. And he started doing, okay. uh, he was a writer for, what's it, College Humor. Okay. Um, for a while. And then he did this show. And this show's got like a bunch of comedians on it too. Um, like Artie Lang, TJ Miller's in it too. Um, and a bunch of other comedians, well-known comedians. But it's a really great show. So I'll if you like hacks, you should definitely watch Crashing. Okay. Um, 